And welcome back to the Pin for Pin podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Axon, the voice of college bowling. And I'm here with Coach Fresner of Augustana College, Illinois. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Well, it's good to have you on. I just wanted to get to know you and talk about your program. But before that, how did you get into the sport of bowling? Uh, I've been bowling myself uh, since I was... uh... I don't know, five or six, um, come from a bowling family. It was just something we always did. We had Saturday morning kids league and, um, I'm the youngest of four. So all of us kind of went through it and, um, did it all through high school. Um, I had to do travel league for a while. My high school, um, in Illinois added, uh, boys bowling as a sport my senior year. So I actually stopped playing basketball to join the bowling team my senior year. Um, It was part of that first team and um, actually went on to college to play football, um, but kind of kept bowling and then did some, you know, adult leagues through college and shortly after. But uh, my first job out of college is I'm a I'm a high school teacher by day, uh, bowling coach by night. Um, But uh, my first job was teaching um, math at a high school and I was coaching football, bowling and track and field. Uh, So I got into coaching bowling right away after college and. Um, of all the sports I was coaching, it was the one I was kind of falling in love with and where my, my um, you know, heart felt the happiest. So I continued to do that. Um, and then uh, just so happened that the, the college that I graduated from, Augustana, um, about my, th- I think it was my third year uh, teaching and coaching, uh, they decided to add bowling as a sport. And I happened to be teaching at a high school that was just, say, 10 minutes away. Uh, so I applied for that um, coaching job and I got the opportunity to start the program at Augustana um, in 20, I believe they started 2016. Um, I think this 2017 season was my first actual season, but I had a year to, uh, to kind of recruit and get my feet wet and learn a little bit more about the college bowling scene um, before into that. So um, then I was uh, coaching there for a couple, I was had a year to start it, uh, two years coaching um, and getting it going. Um, and then I actually left, um, Augustana for, uh, I had to take it. I took a different teaching job in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, and then, uh, ended up moving back to, um, the quad cities where Augustana is and then, uh, retook over the, the program there two years ago. So I have a, a history, um, with getting to where I'm at now, but, um, overall I've been at Augustana three years prior now, two years going on three years here. Um, with a little gap in between. And did you ever think of maybe pursuing more individual or higher level bowling as an athlete or has always been you kind of kept bowling in the background, but you were a multi-sport athlete and then you just kind of got into coaching? Um, I, uh, before kids, I currently have a, a three and a half year old and a six month old at home. And Um, When I was doing some of my men's leagues, you know, I was doing pretty well. Uh, So I I did do a PBA regional just one time uh, to to test my might there. And I was obviously, and this was after coaching at Augie for a couple years. So I was savvy to the, to the tough sport conditions. And I didn't think I was going to go in there and do anything special, but um, it was a learning experience, even though I already thought I knew what was going into it. Um, uh, So that was it was fun. And I do like doing some, you know, competitive tournaments uh, every now and then when I, when I get the time, but um, outside of teaching and coaching, I currently am spending a lot of time with just being with my family and 
uh, watching my kids grow up and, and stuff, but it's crossed my mind. Um, I have actually a former uh, classmate of mine from high school is uh, AJ Johnson, who's oh, find, wow. finding some success. He was a junior. No, he was a sophomore when that high school team started. So I was a senior. Uh, he was a sophomore. So I've known him growing up and I'll still run into him at bowling centers every once in a while and, and chat with him. Um, I wasn't, I would like to think I, I taught him a few things when I was a senior and he was looking up to me, but uh, he's uh, far better than I am. But um, it's crossed my mind to, to try to test my might in some tournaments uh, here and there, but um, never really had enough time to put in the, the necessary practice uh, to get to that level. We talked about, you know, coaching in high school. And so talk about that experience and then kind of transition that to how it's been different coaching at the college level. Um, yeah. So again, I grew up in Illinois. So when I was on that first ever team at my high school, um, we pretty much did the, the classic three games, traditional um, best score wins. Uh, so that's kind of what I always knew. And even in the travel leagues and stuff, um, but my first coaching job was in um, uh, Bettendorf, Iowa, and they actually incorporate um, Baker into their high school matches. So that was kind of my first exposure into Baker format, um, which had definitely helped me in the uh, transition into college because there's obviously a lot of, of Baker and Baker has great importance um, in the college bowling realm. Um, so coaching at the high school level um, was definitely good. Again, it got my, I already enjoyed the sport. I was involved in it since I was very young. Um, but coaching it, trying to think more technique. And then at the high school level, you get a lot of, um, you know, beginners. So just taking steps back, uh, to the, like the basic, basic basics, um, which can be helpful at any level, um, when you kind of just revert back to the basics, things about what you know, what helps make you successful. Um, so seeing a range of bowlers at the high school level um, and just kind of going back to the fundamentals and, and building myself back up through, you know, just, you know, your approach, your delivery, consistency, accuracy. Um, and then, of course, like I mentioned, the Baker, um, the Baker format in Iowa, you know, helped me get prepared for college as well. Um, and then transitioning, um, just how, and then again, in high school is like three games and you're done. Obviously college is a lot, a lot more bowling involved in a, in a weekend's tournament. Um, so that was a transition that I had to learn about just like, okay, how can we improve the longevity of my bowlers throughout a weekend? Um, how can we continue to improve our technique? And then of course, the other big difference is lane play. You know, you got your classic house shots in uh, high school for the most part and then you got the tough sport you know collegiate patterns uh, that these bowlers bowl on all the time um, so what i did do that i found helpful other than immersing myself and trying to meet other coaches and and the bowling world is a very friendly world so lots of coaches were willing to spread some knowledge on me um, as kind of a young inexperienced coach at that point but i did take the usbc uh, silver coaching um, class to get my coaching certification uh, with them. And that was more like college based and more sports shot based and a little bit more um, ball mechan uh, ball technology, I should say. Um, and that was very, very helpful to help kind of speed up my, my learning process to the various different sports shots 
uh, to the different types of equipment that can maybe fit some, you know, bowler needs and fit the lane play. Um, so that's a little bit of my kind of coaching progression. And still, I'm only five, six years into the college coaching world, and I'm still trying to learn as much as I can. Um, I would say ball technology and getting good fit, um, both like physically with the hand, but fit to the lane um, is something that I'm still trying to learn a lot on. And I'm very fortunate that I have an uh, assistant coach that's kind of as a former uh, pro shop owner. So he's big into that. So he's teaching me a lot um, so that, you know, I can make those decisions more independently to help my athletes as well. Yeah. Like if you don't know something, find somebody who does and have them help you out. That's definitely, you know, important. And, you know, you talked about those coaching classes and I would suggest that everybody who's either going to coach or even college bowling athletes, I'm a bronze level coach myself going to get my silver in October. And so just seeing that side of bowling, like most people know, like how bowling balls are done, you know, lane play, but actually having that class is very beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree hundred percent. And so you talked about how you coached other kind of high school sports. Did you glean anything from, you know, other coach philosophies that you're able to take into bowling? And if so, what stood out to you? Um, I think some things in football and definitely uh, the track and field world, there's definitely crossovers. Um, I see bowling as a more technical sport where um, I was just having this conversation the other day uh, with some other friends of mine that coach football still. Like football is a lot more, there's a lot more scheming and kind of big picture and planning. And not that you you can certainly scheme and plan big um, in bowling, but it's a lot less of, you know, like in football, they always say like last man with the pen wins, you know, you can always out plan a defense or out plan a a route um, or whatever. Um, But I think in bowling and in track, it comes down to your execution and your technique um, and being able to repeat that. Um, And there are those things in football too, you know, with your throwing, your blocking and stuff. Um, But those are the things that I always gravitated towards was I wasn't going to build a playbook in football like that was not where my head was at at least while I was coaching but I was going to teach you the little things that are going to help you block someone better or in track I'm going to teach you the the little techniques that are going to help you get out the blocks faster or make your hands off smoother in the relays Um, and those are the types of things I think transitioned into bowling with me is look at film uh, which we do a lot of in football and in track help break down your technique uh, to see those little changes that are going to help improve your game, um, get you maybe a little out of your comfort zone uh, to help take you to, to a, you know, another level um, with your performance. Um, and then in any sport you can take, you can take mental game uh, things from um, all sports and, you know, many different things in life, but beyond sports are, are challenging mentally and they'll, they'll push you physically and, um, teach you how to handle motions, handles defeats, handle setbacks. Um, and all those things are helpful in coaching as well. Well, I think one thing that you've mentioned is really important, the mental game. I know a lot of, we focus a lot on the physical game in the sport of bowling, but the mental game is really what makes, you know, good players from great players. And because the margin from that top echelon is so small, the mental game is really what is the difference maker. Yeah, I would agree 100%. And that's, 
you know, being at a, a smaller school and me not being on campus full time, like I said, I'm a high school teacher through the day. Luckily, I am only a few minutes from the campus, but I can't just like sneak away uh, during the day. But that's one thing that I'm trying to build into my schedule more is more, say, like classroom time where we can talk about mental game a little bit more. We can watch, break down a little bit more film because right now most of my practice time is just at the centers. And we can still do that, but it's just happening in time like you know, we have, you know, a little powwow about mental game or we'll, you know, bring out the iPad and film people as they're thrown and, and break down film right then and there. Um, but next year we already have planned to meet with um, the college bowling counselor, Sean Walkner, um, is going to come visit campus and give us a little uh, weekend's worth of some mental mental game and, and team bonding uh, that we're very much looking forward to. And uh, hopefully learn a bunch of things uh, from him that we can continue throughout the year and uh, continue to work on metal game. Cause like you said, that is going to take you from, you know, good to great and great to elite. Well, have you looked at getting in touch with Dr. Dean Hennitz? Um, I currently have his book in my backpack, um, but uh, I have not. And I know that Sean has talked about him before and I have a decent, um, I have a pretty good connection with Sean. So I'm sure if after we go through that, if we want uh, further, I can connect with him through Sean. Yeah. Well, you talked about, you know, building your program. You started the program and also this mental game, getting people kind of invested. So talk about how you, you built your team culture those first couple of years. Yeah. So the, the first, I mean, it was at the time I was 25 going on 26, I think. Um, when I was starting the program. Um, so I was young and only really had high school experience, but, you know, I've been around, you know, I played college sports, so I kind of know what it takes to, you know, have, you know, like you said, some sort of culture. Um, but a lot of it was just trying to, you know, get kids excited about, Hey, you're going to be the, you're going to be the group that sets the tone, you know, not only for your four years here, but for the history of, Augustana bowling like this is a historic time um and any group coming through you know has the ability to change that but that first group you know you're really setting the tone um so I really tried to make it important of hey you are the ones that are creating the traditions creating the culture um so just kind of harping on that and um you know being a in the world of education you know I wanted to make sure that we were strong student athletes and actually it was either, I think it was the first or second year that we had all the, all the girls there. We actually won like the colleges award, like just the Augustana's internal um, team GPA award. So oh, that was good. So I kind of established that right away. We haven't won it since, but we still keep a respectable GPA um, as a team. Uh, but that was one thing I tried to instill like, Hey, we are students first athletes second. Um, we're going to succeed, you know, both in the books and on the lanes. Um, so that was one thing. And then just trying to get, and it's been a building process, but like I said, we're still working on type team building type stuff, always trying to get a, a tighter knit group. But I have noticed that, you know, every year we seem a little bit closer and closer to each other, um, or just learning different ways to cooperate, um, and communicate better. You know, maybe when we're not feeling that close, but we can still communicate and execute and move the team forward, um, even if certain relationships maybe aren't blossoming. 
um, we're still moving forward as a team. Um, and it's just communication. Um, I think the more I've gotten older and the team's gotten older, we've just become better communicators, putting things out in the open, you know, stating our expectations, stating our goals and reminding ourselves of that often. Um, I've incorporated like, you know, keeping a bowler's journal. I've incorporated that in practice. So not only like to help us keep track of shots and lane play and stuff, but also keeping track of some of the things that are going inside our head. Um, and, you know, just sharing positives and being able to relive positives or, like I said, relive our goals um, so that they're always kind of in the forefront of our mind. Well, because you talked about a lot of stuff that would typically be done in practice, whether it's journaling or focusing on communication. So just give some of the recruits out there what a typical practice is like for you guys. Yeah, so uh, more weeks than not, we have uh, three days uh, of practice. Um, you roughly, we usually have like a two hour block of time. Um, but I just for a simple breakdown, one day is usually like a technique and or film day, uh, where we'll work kind of individually, uh, between the, the two coaches. We'll, we'll film you. We'll look for some things we can tweak, um, whether it's, you know, physically with your delivery or, you know, placement or, you know, ball selection, you know, something we can do uh, technique, technique wise, uh, a second day of practice would be more drill focused, whether that's, you know, doing various spares, um, working on targets, playing different parts of the lane, maybe, um, some physical adjustments, playing with different hand placements to get the ball to do different things. Uh, some sort of skill based, um, kind of practice, um, with, with various drills. Um, and then, Kind of general day would be like a competition day. Um, definitely pre-meet, uh, we would do um, definitely do some bakers um, to get that kind of team togetherness, get us thinking of, okay, we're all one working together. That's what we need to be this weekend. Um, so some baker work um, and some other just competitions. At our bowling center, we have one of the newer, um, you know, pin setter systems that can set up individual spares and also has all those crazy fun games on it. Uh, we like to use the horse game a lot because it'll set up random spares, but also makes things a little bit competitive. Uh, so we're working on both, you know, spare shooting and also competing against each other. Or I'll set up, you know, like Baker's doubles, Scotch doubles and get the team competing just to keep that competitive uh, mindset uh, throughout the week as well. Um, those are kind of our general three days that we typically have. If we have another day, it might just be whatever, you know, weaknesses or strengths we need to emphasize um, at that time based on what we're seeing through the weekend, what our stats are showing um, and stuff like that. And um, we always have, no matter what type of day it is, we'll always start with a, you know, simple stretch routine and typically like a no step, one step um, delivery, get our hands and bodies warmed up uh, before we start throwing shots. And you mentioned a lot of good things there. I mean, the facility you guys practice at, if you're able to set up spares and kind of have all these drills that are set up, I mean, I would think that's really beneficial. You know, if you go to like a regular, you know, Bolero or something where a lot of these teams practice, they're at the mercy of the bowling center. They are, they can't set up spares. They can't do a whole lot of stuff. So it seems like your team has a lot of flexibility with the new machinery as well as being able to practice. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. And, um, 
you know, on top of that, you know, we've invested some money in some other training tools. Like we got a Kegel torch uh, that we can put out on the lane to help us with our, you know, lane play and target practice. We got some of the swing trainers. Um, we got some balance aids for some balance drills that we do, um, you know, helping us get our, our arm in a good swing groove with some different tools that we have. Um, so we got stuff that we can do not only just on the lane, but off the lane still at practice. And as I mentioned before, you know, we might take some, take a few minutes to journal or while we're throwing shots journal, um, you know, whether it's, you know, something about like go through your pre-shot routine, record it, or, Hey, just record, you know, how many out of 10 you're getting on this bear. So you have it recorded or record where you're, how your ball is reacting, you know, different things like that, that we, you know, do throughout practices as well. Very interesting stuff. And as we wind down here, coach, just what are you looking for in a recruit? And like, why should they come to Augustina? Because a lot of recruits listen to this podcast. And so just give why, you know, they should come to you, but also what you're looking for in them. Yeah. So uh, just some quick perks of Augustana, you know, we're in about to start our seventh year of uh, competition. So we're getting out of that young program phase and we're really starting to settle down. Um, we are in a, 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 we are a D3 school and we are in a D3 conference called the CCIW College Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin. Um, we're very competitive with each other in that conference. It's kind of uh, anyone's game any year, um, but we definitely uh, are competitive and we got everyone coming back and I'm real excited about next year. Um, but the school itself is very strong academically. Um, as I kind of mentioned before, and we, so we value um, good, strong student athletes, as I said. Um, so we do look for that as we're looking for recruits, you know, how, how are your, how are your academics? Cause you gotta be a good fit for the school, um, you know, based on how you're doing academically and what you're interested in. Uh, we do have quite a bit of offerings. Um, so we can usually make something work with, with just about anyone. Um, uh, we do have, you know, it's just something, um, we have something at Augie called the Augie Choice um, money. It's $2,000 that every student gets uh, to go either study abroad or to use for like an unpaid internship. Uh, what I do want to plug is I don't have the super specifics. I'm still waiting on it, hopefully later this week. But Augustana is planning a bowling trip that that uh, kind of study abroad money can be used for. Uh, right now we're planning a trip to Norway, where we'll bowl against some Nor some Norwegian team, um, have a week out there. Um, again, don't have the specifics, but it's definitely happening uh, the summer of 2024. So that's something that's exciting. Uh, all Augie sports actually get to do some special travel abroad. Uh, so that's really cool. This will be bowling's first opportunity to do that. Um, like when I was there, I played football and I went to France with my football team. The basketball team's wow. gone to like Italy and tons of different stuff like that. So I'm going to make that happen for bowling uh, as well. Um, like, uh, class sizes are small, so you get a really good connection with the, uh, with the uh, professors. Um, and as far as some things we look for in recruits is just, you know, not only the, the online play, you know, that obviously can help you stand out, but how do you react to coaching? How do you react to bad shots? Um, you know, how do you present yourself, you know, when you're, talking in just the mezzanine section, you know, um, those personality type things, you know, how do you interact with your team? Those are all important because college is very, very heavily team-based. Um, if you can't connect with your team, 
Um, you can have five great individual bowlers, but they might not perform well together. So that's something that we're definitely look for as well. You know, your attitude, uh, your academics, and also, you know, your bowling scores can speak for themselves, but how do you, how do your actions speak for you as well? Well, great advice from a college coach, but how can they get in contact with you? They've heard all these wonderful things about your college. So how can they get in contact with you? Yeah. One of the best things, and again, I, I, I would guess many, many institutions have this. So for any colleges you're looking for, check out their um, athletics page. And usually there's a very easy to find recruit form, um, especially for Augustana. That's kind of the number one way that um, I can get your information. It's ours is at least super short and sweet, just kind of some basic information uh, and a little bit about your bowling life. Um, and then you can also, my email, you can email me directly from uh, that page as well. But if you fill out the recruit forms, um, I think most colleges would would like that. Mainly to me as the coach, but it goes straight to admissions as well. Uh, so there's more than just the coach getting that information, which is good. Okay, because once the admissions has your information as well, then uh, then you'll get more than you'll get all the all the academic information, all the scholarship information, and then for me, you'll get all the bowling information. Um, so it's kind of a good, the recruit form um, on our athletics page, on the bowling page uh, from Augustana. It's probably the easiest thing to do because then you'll get all really the necessary information uh, will be followed up with you um, that you could want. Well, you've heard all the great things that Coach Restner and Augustana College of Illinois is doing. So I'll leave you all with this. The levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all next week. Mm-hmm.